0: Hello everyone, Uh, another episode of Tennis of Melbourne. Here I have James. Now James, would you like to say hello and introduce yourself to everyone please?
1: Hey guys, it's James here. i worked for Victorian Tennis Academy for about six months and... Yeah, um, <laughs> so I'm living a really awesome tennis life at the moment, and mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully I can keep that going for the next, you know, 50, 60 years, and yeah, it's good to be on board. Thanks for having me, Tom.
0: Okay, I'm going to put you straight to some um, tough moments for you, all right? I, I, don't, I know I didn't tell you before the convo a few minutes ago, but I'm going to tell you and I'm going to ask you this, all right, mm-hmm. tennis... Tennis is a very, very boring sport. James, change my mind.
1: I disagree. Um, so it's very good for your mental well-being um, and physical well-being as well. Um, you're always on your feet, moving around on the court. Um, you get to interact with people. So it could be your coach, um, maybe, maybe your opponents. could be good friends with them. And um also some some maybe friends from the side of the court who might be watching you as well. Um so yeah, I, I think it's good for your physical well being, um socially and also um really good for your mental health because you're outside in the sun and yeah, just enjoying your life.
0: Okay. But I feel like winning is everything james change my mind
1: okay so um winning is it everything um you have to take um probably more of the good um from your losses than your bad and to do that you just have to you need that positive mindset to prove to yourself that you You've done well, um, and you also know what you can do to improve. Mm -hmm. So um, personally, I find that if if I have a more positive mind when I'm on the court, it doesn't matter if I win or lose. I always try to take the positives out of the match and try and improve on those positives, and as well as the negatives, because I find that two negatives make a positive Mm -hmm. and um that can really help improve your game
0: all right well one of your player just um walked out of the court looking down frustrated um lost from a match where he or she could, could win easily on the second set but then lost on the third uh james stop talking to me i i wanted to just you know like everyone in the world is bad um I want my own space. Uh, What are you thinking right now, James?
1: Well, firstly, I'm thinking, um, like, just can you tell me what's wrong? That way I sort of can help you. Um, But at the same time, also give them the space to sort of calm their mind. Um, Just think about what's just happened, and when they're ready, then they can come back to you, talk to you about what happened, and... Um, yeah, I, I find like as a coach. Um, like just recently, for example, um, the a, a grand final at our local club, Oakley Tennis Club. We had a um, it was a semi final actually, um, and it was down to the last two matches of the morning, the juniors, and one kid just burst into tears, crying midway through his match because he he wasn't he, he couldn't. He said he couldn't hit the ball over the net because he was so nervous and scared. So um, he decided he wanted to pause the match. Um, and so I, I just went over and I, was, I just said to him, look, buddy, just calm down. Try and just enjoy yourself on the court. And um, it's not the end of the world if you lose. I mean, I, it might be a semifinal and it's really big for you. But guess what, you, you could have another opportunity like that in the next couple of years. And um, it's always a learning experience but and I be, if you I, I, feel I like I you are I beat
0: this guy a few sorry? weeks ago, um, straight sets 2 and 2 and now I'm like losing the first set 6-1. I don't know what to do.
1: Okay, well you, so you just need to think of a plan B quickly. Um, Try and just focus on your game, not worry about what's going on the other side of the net, and just try and fight for every single point and try and fight your way back into the match. Just keep grinding, keep running down every single ball and try and make them to make a mistake. And then you hopefully you can turn the table a little bit.
0: Hold on, Coach James, my son is on the court and he couldn't hit the ball, and I think there's something wrong with your training methods. Why can't, what do you guys do during trainings? How come he can't hit the ball over the net? Like, he told me a few weeks ago, he beat the kid, you know, two and two a few weeks ago, and now it's just, uh, I don't know if I, if you're the reliable the coach that I trust now, James?
1: Okay, well... He's, he has been trying hard, but some of the kids, they sort of um, start to muck around a little bit and he also tends to do that sometimes. So we, I try to keep them focused um, longer during the training sessions. And when, when we're always hitting balls and doing different activities, he starts to enjoy him, himself more and he really trains hard. But when we start to sort of have a bit of a joke around, um, just to get a, have a bit of a laugh, then they sort of start to um, lose their focus and start to lose a few points and then all of a sudden their motivation and determination drops mm-hmm. and you've got to somehow try and build that up again. So that's why I try and keep them moving on the court and always just keeping their concentration levels up. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well, James, you said you've been coaching for several years now. Um, obviously, I believe you're still in a development, uh, developmental stage and you're still progressing into doing more elites and juniors, uh, uh, you know. Um, what do you think... Uh, what, what's one thing you're currently learning right now in terms of coaching?
1: I find... Um, well First, so I think the hardest thing about the coaching is probably the, the different levels of the kids, um, like their different abilities. So as a coach, you have to learn quite quickly how to adapt to those different skill levels. And um so, for example, it could be having one of the better kids with... Um, someone who might not be so good and try and build the confidence up so that they can start to rally a bit more, for example, or um, do a lot more match play because their technique is good, but they just don't quite have the um, match fitness. Mm -hmm. So we try and build up that match fitness and just keep them playing points and... um, yeah, try and build up the motivation and their determination to become better tennis players. How,
0: how do you how do you build consistency?
1: So consistency in terms of, uh, um, of course, how, they play, yeah, how or...
0: they play the quality of tennis.
1: Okay, um, so I think their consistency in it could be midway through a rally. Are they hitting? Um, so are they try, trying to consistently hit with depth, or are they trying to? Mix up the different spins and the pace of the ball to, um, try and put off their opponent. Um, I, I guess it depends, um, how their opponent does hit the ball. Mm-hmm. And, um, as a player, you have to sort of adapt to that, um, the, the style of tennis that they're playing. Um, and you, so you're always trying to think on the spot and making split second decisions. And um yeah, so um even when you are playing, it's always a, a learning process of how you can improve um yourself as a player.
0: Nice. Nice. So um obviously you told me earlier before the convo that you used to play for Waverly. Um yeah. what did you enjoy about playing in your junior days?
1: Um, I, I just loved the team events. Um, instead of putting all the pressure on myself to win, um, I, I had um, all my friends supporting me behind the court just saying, don't give up. You might be five love down, but you know what? And, it, you, and you might not be playing the best, but you can make a difference. Um, it doesn't matter how bad you're playing. Just keep fighting for every single point. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, your opponent's going to see that, and then they will have to try and figure out how they can beat you mm-hmm. when you just keep making that, making them play that e- extra ball, and that can um, change the change the whole game in itself. Okay. So um, it's to me, it's the fighting spirit. Right. Uh, I call it. Um, my mates call it the rusty spirit, just rusty. always fighting.
0: <laughs> so. Um if you could uh, improve one thing about your junior junior tennis uh, if you can improve one thing whether it's its mentality whether it's physicality whether it's off court training or even coaching or club or whatever any any factor what yeah. would it be and why
1: So it would be um probably my mental game um mm-hmm. I used to get quite angry on the court um <laughs> especially as a junior mm-hmm. and um I find that because I was always hard on myself. Like, I always expected perfection. Um, and that never really got me too far, especially when I wanted to play tournaments. So um, that's when I started to... Um, I found breathing. So slow, deep breathing really helped me um, to calm myself down and think about what I was doing and how I was going to win the match. Mm-hmm. So um yeah for me personally it's it's it was just the mental side um like physically I could I could be on court all day mm-hmm. um but yeah mentally I just find, found that I had to focus really really hard and try and not get frustrated at the little things mm-hmm. um and yeah just focus on my game and not really not not let um what on the what's happening on the other side of the court bother me
0: okay now uh with it without saying this in a proud way how many records have you smashed oh
1: <laughs> this is
0: a tough one oh wow you want a calculator
1: um i hope not <laughs> Oh, I think maybe six or seven. So yeah, definitely not my proudest of moments. Actually, um, smashing rackets.
0: You you, you will be my 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 um not experts, but uh, this is a really good uh I don't know what's the word um good really good turn on this convo. All right, for all the listeners out there, right, listen to this carefully. Now, James, did you use the the same brand of racket the whole time? Uh, no. Uh, okay, good. Now, um, again, I'm not trying to say any brand that is bad or worse, but what kind of racket do you think when you smash it and it feels really really good?
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> um I'd have to say Wilson. <laughs>
0: what is the crispiness or the uh what is it?
1: <laughs> oh, I don't know. To me they were just the easiest ones to break. <laughs>
0: and then you know, look, um I remember I've seen people breaking rackets, and you know how rackets sort of flies everywhere, is it because uh, the records that you broke, does it, it has uh, absorbs shock, and, and just give you that really uh, high-tech sort of thing, when you break it, you're like, ooh, I love the sound of it.
1: <laughs> no, no, it was just out of pure anger. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, not that... Not that I enjoyed breaking records, like, okay. um, because my dad was, is also a tennis coach. He, oh. Um, yeah. So um, that was very, very embarrassing, and, um, I got it from him as well, oh, <laughs> from okay. watching him play over the years, um, during my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's where I got it from. But once I turned about 16, I was, and um, I was starting to, you know. Work a bit more, start my coaching career. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I then realized that, well, rackets are expensive and they're extremely valuable. So if you look after them, they could last you 10 years. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I might only have a few rackets now, but, um, they've barely got a scratch on them. <laughs> and All right. are uh, the that's rackets you have? Having- because I'm coaching and looking after them really well.
0: So the coach, the, the records you're coaching with, are they the ones who survived from your junior tennis?
1: <laughs> um, no, absolutely not. I, I've, yeah, they're long gone. They're history. <laughs>
0: okay, now, um, again, I, I feel like this turn is a funny turn. Is Okay, so there are records that when you smash it kind of feel good. And the records that smash doesn't feel right, what's wrong with it when you smash it? Did it just shattered or did it just bounce back to your face or...
1: Um, yeah, so when I moved to, um, Head, that's when, um, um, I can't remember, I I think I just bounced the racket a few times and, um, there were little chips up the top of the racket and, um, I just thought, okay, time to bounce a little bit harder and see what happens and, hit me in the chin a few times. I've gone, oh. okay, this hurts. This hurts. But I'm, it was making me more and more angry, so I'll take it out on the racket a bit more. Uh-huh. And, yeah, it, it didn't get me far in life at all. But, um, yeah, like I said, I've definitely learned the hard way, but now it's...
0: Okay. Yeah. So what yeah. if your your player or your player's parents are listening to this, is like, all right. Okay, put it this way. If, if your player is smashing rackets... And okay, no, no, I'll I'll switch it around. If you could yep. tell yourself why you're smashing rackets, so straight after you smash the rackets, now with your experience and maturity and whatnot, you go back. What would you tell yourself?
1: So what 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 are you thinking? Like you're you're an absolute idiot. Like <laughs> if if you, if you don't if if you're going to smash rackets, then how are you going to play tennis? <laughs> are you going to use the racket handle of one of them? You, you, You've got to, you know, look after your equipment. Um, but your racket is your best friend. If you don't have a racket, how are you supposed to play tennis? Nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um.
0: All right. I, I was. I want to switch gear a little bit because I, enough about rackets smashing. Because again, guys, do not smash rackets. Look after your rackets. Um. Yeah. As as James was saying. Now. Um. In your definition, and this happens to every single convo, in your definition and experience, uh, what's one difference between a good coach and a great coach?
1: I've been thinking about this a lot over the past couple of days, and um, to me, I think it's um, sort of developing a friendship. So you um, can, especially with the younger kids. So for me i think it's sort of having a bit of a joke around because then the kids realize that okay he's he's a good coach but he's also a really really nice guy because he's not always focusing on tennis he's he's also trying to make friends with us and we're having a bit of a laugh he jokes around a bit and um it's it's all out of really good fun um and Yeah, so even when I run squads, we have a bit of a joke, joke around and, um, it, to me, that makes the kids just want to come back for more and more lessons. And that's what I love about tennis. It's, (laughs) um, I guess a bit of banter, just having a bit of fun on the court and as well as, um, you know, trying to make a good impression. Um, as a tennis coach as well. So, what you know about the game and how you can teach that to your younger players Mm -hmm. to help improve them. Mm.
0: That's nice. That's nice. Okay, well, I I know this sounds a little bit bizarre, but you said you're going to keep coaching for many, many years. Now, let's say we're going to go... Now it's 2020. Let's go 2030, and you're still coaching, right? You're still coaching. One is, where would you like to see yourself at?
1: So, in 10 years' time? Correct. Um, I would love to be coaching on the world tour. I want to... Oh, that's my lifelong dream, to be coaching around the world, the best players on the tour. Mm. And um, I guess being a bit of a mentor as well, Um, not just... Not just coaching on the court, but also trying to coach them off the court as well. Um, So not always through with tennis, but just different exercises to help them improve their mental game off the court. So I I find the stronger you are mentally, then the better you are physically on the court.
0: Nice. So as of today, James, as of today, what are you going to do?
1: I'm just going to keep just keep pushing my kids um, and ha- have good fun with them. Um, and, yeah, it's actually a tough question now. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm just going to keep pushing towards my main goal, which is to just, yeah, start from the bottom and work up. So with the super young kids, just get them rallying, Learn what a racket feels like, and just you know practice hitting tennis balls to start with and slowly build it up and hopefully get them you know playing some matches at a young age and just building that up and when they when they really, really want to um pursue that as a career, then that's what I'm going to be there for just to help them out, improve their game more improve mm-hmm. their fitness, just make them um, better players and um, yeah, better people as okay. well um, you yeah.
0: mentioned, you mentioned about uh, mental 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 side when you yeah. uh need to uh, i guess do you have a mentor do you how do you see when you, how do you how do you communicate with yourself um if you um how do you communicate yourself when you think you hit a bottleneck or do you think, oh, I don't know what to do, suddenly having self-doubts and negativity? Where do you go from here?
1: So that's sort of where sort um, I, I might spend a bit of time with myself, just me alone, um, my own thoughts, and just writing small things down, um, like it could be um, the positives and the negatives. So the negatives is what's bothering me and how um like what I can do to change that and how I will change that mm-hmm. so um because I've been going through a bit of a rough rough patch lately I have been doing that and um like it's it's actually helped me quite a lot when I've when I have been back on the court coaching because I feel happier that's my happy place and then um sort of when I come home I sort of think right just write down what you did today the goods and the bads and maybe just look at the bads a little bit and how you can turn that into a good thing and just keep working at it just keep chipping away um get the small percentages um better and when you do that you will start to see a bit of a difference and um hopefully that will um get you onto a better path and um yeah, so okay. I think it, it's all about um, being positive. All
0: right, James, <clears throat> I've got a very simple question, but it's very complex. Okay. Because uh last 20 or so minutes I've been listening, and um, I, I think right now, is, for me, it's the right time to ask you. And I'm more than happy to, uh, for the listeners out there to, to, to relate and also from, for me to, to, to listen, obviously uh, you reach out to me and you're like, hey, Tom, come to the podcast. I'm sure, no worries. So I've got a very simple question to you, for you.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you happy now?
1: Honestly, um, no. Um, I am um, getting happier, but there is still a, um, like certain parts of... My life that, um, outside of tennis that I want to improve on. Um, but, so, um, I have been struggling the past probably 12 to 18 months just with personal life. And sometimes, um, that sort of does show on the tennis court when I have been coaching. So I, usually when I coach, I'm lively and I like to be up and about. But sometimes I just don't feel like, it, it just doesn't feel like, um, my normal life. Um, and sometimes I just feel like I, I just want to go home and just go, guys, leave me alone. I don't want to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. And when I, so sometimes when I do that, I just, I feel so alone and, um, everything just feels black and white. There's no color in the world. I'm sort of just in my own little, little box and um there's no way out um but i have been working at that for a, a couple of months now and i mean i am improving and i will continue to improve but i think the main thing is just like reach out to people it doesn't matter who it is if it's family friends um even your bosses at work um, or work colleagues it doesn't matter um I find that's the best thing that I've been doing. And I mean, it does help and it does go a long way, but at the end of the day, it comes down to you and what you want to do to become a better person, not only in your social life, but also in your working life. And, um, like, yeah, it's been really, really tough. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, just, guys, don't give up. Mm. Whatever you do, just don't give up. Mm. Like, I've i been to the stage where I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. I I wasn't enjoying life at all. And when um, I started to just, you know, stop talking to people um, and just focus on myself for a couple of weeks just to start with, that's when... Everything started to turn around. I was, I was starting to see the brighter side of my life. Um, and, you know, I am happier, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm not happy, um, to the extent that I want to be. So it's always a working, work in progress, but, you know, it's just great to be back on the court again and out of lockdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, um, guys just keep chipping away. Um, i find just just write a list of things down um that has happened in your day that's either a good thing or a bad thing and um just keep working at it don't give up
0: I've got an interesting uh question and uh I hopefully I'm on the right path is that do you think tennis made you who you are and at the same time break down who you are
1: Okay um I think that Tennis um, has made me who I am. Um, just watching my dad coach when I was a little toddler, um, not that I remember it, but um, my mum has um, photo proof of that. Um, mm-hmm. um, my dad would be coaching and um, you know I'd be um, sitting on his shoulders just watching, just absolutely loving life. And when I first started playing tennis at three, I was, I was, it was the, probably the best thing ever um, not that I remember but um, I, I just remember my parents with a huge smile on their face just watching their son James just running around the court with a racket in his hand probably a lot bigger than him <laughs> and you know just just hitting a tennis ball around the court and yeah it was it was awesome yeah <laughs> And, um, so I think tennis is my main life and I love everything about it. Um, just mainly the, the social side of things. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's just such an awesome sport to be involved with and, um, yeah, whenever you need to talk to someone or just, it could be about anything really.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, shut I up. I actually have um I actually wanted to just for the listeners out there, I want you to take a moment and um I'm hoping that James can, can uh help me with this is that um doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter what level of tennis you are, um and if you heard what James has said the last couple of minutes and if you want to reach out to me personally on Tennis of Melbourne or even speak to James about uh, certain, certain issues. Uh, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, James, but I'm sure that you're more than happy to help. And uh, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I I think that uh, you talked about mental. You talk about um, the happiness. You know, um, we just just in sports in general, it can be really lonely. And consider that I mean I, I'm around you know a lot of t- team sports and. Um, you know, it's it can it can be you you you're trying to starting to ask questions that sort of lead you into the wrong direction. So I'm not going to go into the details. But what James did today, I personally find, is very one is very courageous, and number two is to the 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 element of vulnerability, and you actually giving out to the world. And I I can tell you, James, whoever is going to listen to this convo, and Next time they see you, they're gonna have a very, very different perspective because they knew where, where you're coming from, they knew how strong you are, you know, they knew how you know how, how your your goals and your achievement you, achieve you wanna to go to the top of the world. And you're willing to, to sacrifice a lot of things here and there. And again, I personally, behalf of Tennis of Melbourne, I I, I do wanna thank you. And I can even yeah. say, if you, if you invite me to, I'm more than once at all, the restrictions actually loosen up a little bit. I would love to come down to your club and meet you in person and, um, and see how things go, uh, you know, when, uh, when I get a chance. So what do you think, do you think James? <laughs>
1: that sounds great, Tom. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. so uh, just before the convo, I did mention about um, appreciation. And, um uh, and, uh, this is, this is your time. Uh, you know, obviously you've gone through a lot of bumps here and there. Uh, you can drop, yeah, you can drop yeah. names, uh, if, if, if you wish. And, uh, so now, uh, James, this is your time and, uh, time of appreciation. James, take it away.
1: Yeah, thanks, Tom. Um, firstly, dad, um, shout out to you. Um, the reason I'm a tennis coach is because of you. Um, everything that, you um, <laughs> I've put you through, um, from watching me play from a youngster to, you know, starting coaching with you when I was 14, nine months, so nearly 15, and just building from there, just building and building, and, you know, I never thought at 20 years of age I'd be working at one of the highest tennis academies in, in Victoria. In Melbourne, and um, it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me, and I have you to thank for that. Um, My old boss, Dylan Edgley, um, thank you as well, well, mate, for you know um, getting me a job with you. Um, And I remember the last conversation we had was when I had a job interview with. Victorian Tennis Academy, and I was asking you if um, it would be a good idea for me to take it, and he said, "You know, James, this is about you and you know your life, your career. So just go for it. Make to make, just go for it. Um, whenever you have a chance, just don't don't let it go away. Just chase it, chase your dreams." And, you know, that's exactly what I've done. And, you know, I'm going to keep chasing my dreams now. Mm. And um, also, Tina, uh, Kewan thank you for the opportunity to um, work for you. Um, I, I know I've been working hard and I'm going to continue to do so. And uh, Brett, Kelly, um, it's been awesome working alongside you as well. Uh, Bronte and jack out at faulkner park um again thank you you've put up um, put up a lot with me as well um, from um you know finding the time to you know help help me with the coaching and stuff it's it's been really really great um wonderful experience um, and all the guys from tennis australia as well thank you for. Um, letting me join in with the workshops, and I'm going to keep coming to them just because um, I've learned so much from all of them. Um, Every single one of those workshops have been awesome. keep learning a lot. And um, my old guys who I haven't seen um, at St Andrews in nearly a year now, Um, i miss all of you. We've got to catch up soon. And, um, you know... (laughs) You know, it, it does suck not working, not being able to work there anymore. But you know, I'm I'm loving life as a coach, and you know, it would be great if we could all catch up again. Mm-hmm. Just you know, have a few beers at the at a pub, um, <laughs> just catch up. Okay. But yeah, yeah. Thanks, Thanks for everyone for the support. Really appreciate it.
0: Nice. James, I've got to say, I'm going to give you a, what do you call it, a virtual hug.
1: <laughs>
0: now, um, for, for those listeners, including James, I must say, when I came to this uh, convo, I had no preparation. Usually, I kind of do my little homework here and there and what to talk about. But I am actually impressed with how you deliver your response and how you carry the convo, the flow. And, uh, it is, uh, it is something I'm gonna ask many, many people to come and re- replay this, this convo. And I'm sure when you one day, you're, you're in a, in a different platform of tennis and I can send this convo to you again and then you, you will know how far you've, you've come. I'm just talking to your future, James. But, uh, Arthur, but, 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 <laughs> but, but, for, but, for me, but for me, I just like, yeah, you know, it's like, it's like um a Santa Claus just rock on my door and give me all the presents I want. And it's not even Christmas yet, you know. And um so I myself personally wanted to thank you because um that is what a man should sound like. That is just... Uh, you just own up your, you know, little things, mistakes and past and you want to have a bigger future. And you're very grateful. You're dropping every single name that possible. I don't think... Ev- I don't think the grateful moments... Everyone sort of just coaches and all that. But you're actually dropping names and who and why and, you know, having a beer and whatnot. But... uh that is uh that is that is uh one awesome combo I enjoyed. I I, I would look to be honest. Uh, right now it's uh probably 65 67 ish. But I would rate this combo as top 10.
1: Oh, thank you. I
0: I I, 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 I rate that. this. I, I would rate this top 10. I uh, know joke. Although although I was like all right, all right, who is this kid? Just want to get on combo. All right, all right. I'll give him a shot and that. and then and then it was like Man, this is something um, more more than valuable. It is uh, monumental. You know, people can listen. You know, are you okay, Dale? I can put this up. You know, or or just it's uh, just something like where where it's it's this this vulnerability is strength, people. This is strength. You know, if if that's what I said before, uh, I said, oh, if you're gonna say something, make sure you don't sound too salesy because when people are too salesy, it's just sign of weakness. But when you really open your arms to the world, what you did the last, you know, 30 or so minutes, that is strength, you know, and that's what we need in this community, so I probably said this five times already, but James, behalf of Tennis of Melbourne, I wanted to thank you, I, Thanks, are. I really yeah.
1: appreciate it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then do me a favor, go, go and hug your mom, dad, whoever, dog, and next time you see them, and then just say half of it is from me, <laughs> because yeah. without without, without them, there's no James today,
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Oh, I really appreciate
0: it. <laughs> no problem, no problem. Well, you know what? Um, I will have your convo um, up very, very soon um, because I really enjoyed it. Uh, and I think this, the earlier to get it out there, the, pos- the, the better. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, today's Friday, so have a lovely, beautiful weekend. Uh, take care and stay safe, and hopefully uh, we can all have uh, more tournaments. And again, hopefully I get to see James in person very soon.
1: thanks Tom really appreciate it
0: alright you take care James look after yourself thanks Tom you too bye bye
1: see you bye